title of the message is Faith is the Essence of Spiritual Authority. Faith is the Essence of Spiritual Authority. Authority in the spiritual realm is never delegated, ordained by humans. It's always given by God. True authority is connection with Jesus Christ who said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. True authority is connected to his authority by faith. By faith. If I'm a little bit deep, say praise the Lord, because we're going to go deep. Without faith, there is no spiritual authority. You can be a pastor, a bishop, an evangelist, whatever you call yourself, but without faith in Jesus Christ, there is no spiritual authority. You can be ordained by man, but not by God. So Jesus says, I want us to think about this, where true authority comes from. Jesus said in Luke 17, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you know a mustard seed was so small, is, is so small that it's barely visible on the, you know, if you put it on your hand. So that's how small. You can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. Now, if, if you knew someone who spoke to a tree and you saw it uprooted and planted in the sea, you'd say they had authority. Is that right? But where did the authority come from? If you have faith as a mustard seed, true authority comes through faith in Jesus Christ and the Word of God. True authority. So where you get people using authority, for example, in the church, I'm for the church, by the way, but the church needs some help. Where you get authority in the church that manipulates people, that dominates people, that is fleshly, it lacks connection to God who has all authority. True authority is from heaven. So Jesus said to his 12, I give you power and authority. True authority is not from man, but from God. So, true authority rests in faith. Because you have the fear of God and you're operating under his authority, you don't manipulate people. You don't dominate people because you're trusting in him. Amen? True authority is expressed in servanthood. 
Jesus said, I came not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. So when God gives you a revelation, a vision about what you should be doing in your life, there's a call of God upon you. When he speaks to you, faith will arise. And then you will begin your walk in that. Let, let me, let me um, just use my own, uh, own story. Is that all right? Is that okay? So when I was 17, um, three people prophesied, God has called you into full-time ministry. Then I went home and I said, Lord, if you are calling me into full-time ministry, it's not going to be easy because I saw my father who was full-time worship minister and how he suffered and how he was persecuted in the, in the traditional church. He was a spirit-filled, tongue-speaking man of God. So, Lord, I know it's not going to be easy, so you speak to me through your word. And the Lord said to me in my heart, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2. So I looked it up. I was just a teenager. thought, what on earth is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2? I opened it up and said, tend the flock of God. That is your charge. Not by constraint, but willingly. Not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Not as domineering over those in your charge, but by being an example. And when the chief shepherd is manifest, you will receive the crown of glory. And so when the Lord spoke to me, he gave me a vision for my life. And with vision came faith. And so I began a journey of training. Okay, And when man laid his hands on me, I'd already received my ordination when I was 17. I received authority from heaven. You understand what I'm saying? So the, one of the problems in the church is that people don't understand authority. True authority comes because God calls. True authority comes because of a vision, a revelation, because of the word of God in your heart, which has created faith in you which has caused you to arise in the authority that he's called you to walk in. But many people, they walk in authority that was given to them by man. And so because of the lack of the fear of God in their life, because of the lack of the awareness, you know, the God is real, I'm accountable to him, because, of, because that's faith. Faith is believing that God exists and you're accountable to him. Faith trusts him, praise God, so that there's no need to manipulate people with a love offering. Why? Because, you're, because God is your provider. You're trusting him. There's no need to dominate people and force people to do things in your church because it's God's church. He bought it with his own blood. He will provide the people in your church. I, I pastored for 12 years. I remember one day a Sunday school teacher 
came up to, uh, sorry, a lady came up to me in the church and said, I would love to teach children. And we, and we were praying, Lord, give us Sunday school teachers. And, and God put it on this lady's heart to serve. And so if you're trusting God in your authority, in your leadership, then you don't have to dominate and manipulate people and use fleshly means of doing stuff. You know, I, I went to a church recently and, and the person was saying, you have to stay in this church to keep your deliverance. I thought, what's that? You know, why not go beyond that stuff and, and just believe that, that God is blessing your church, that those who are called will root themselves and those who are not called will go wherever they're called. You know, why not live by faith? So when you live by faith, spiritual authority operates with integrity because you're believing in God, because you're trusting in him, and because you live in the fear of God. Amen? Amen. So Hebrews 11.1 one. You all know the verse. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Wow. So those in the Bible who had authority as elders, when it says elders, it's talking about the prophets and you know, when you read the list in Hebrews 11, is it Hebrews 11, the list of all these people? These are, these are awesome men and women of God, right? They had authority and they had good testimony with God because of their life of faith. <clears throat> so when, we, when it comes to healing and deliverance, okay, True authority is given by God. So you, some people, they don't understand. They, they go out and they look for someone who's got demons and start casting out demons. Authority is delegated. You only do what the master is giving you to do with the discernment he gives you to do it. You don't blindly go out just casting out demons out of anyone without any leading direction, without any delegated authority on your life. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You, you always work under the shadow of his wings. You, when you submit to him and you submit for years in, I don't know when it was, about... 2011, I had a dream, and in the dream, because uh, I'd asked the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to do, do deliverance? And so in the dream, the Lord showed me how to do deliverance, and it limited the way that I could do deliverance. So for all that time, the last 11 years or something, I always functioned in that way of doing deliverance. And then one day... Earlier this year, the Lord said, now you can do it this way. And he opened it up. But 
there are parameters in the spiritual realm of the authority that God has given you to do things. And you, you, you can't just be flaky, just do whatever you want. You have to be in submission to the master. Authority, the authority that God has given us is in submission to him. Jesus did nothing on his own. He said nothing on his own. He, he heard what the Father was saying and he taught it. He saw what the Father was doing and he did it. So where did his authority come from? From the Father. Praise God. So ask your neighbor, where does your authority come from? Uh, think of the ramifications. A husband reads that he's the head of, of, the, of the wife in the Bible, but where does that authority come from? So you need to live in the fear of God, not misuse and abuse that authority that he's given you. As parents, you've been given authority from God, you know? So don't abuse that authority because that authority, the essence of your authority is faith in Christ. When you get that right, it'll change everything because you live in the fear of God and you can commit your parenting to the Lord because he's the one who's giving you the grace to be a parent. You can trust him. Amen? Because you're trusting him, you don't have to abuse your authority because everything's going to be all right. I'm just trusting him. Amen? Like in healing, one of the first, one of the first people I prayed for, you know, they came up with a, a walking frame device and extreme pain from a car accident. And the Lord said to me, like I was freaking out in my head. I can't help this person, Lord. And the Lord said to me, it's not your responsibility to heal, but to obey. So it's not your responsibility to fix everyone around you. All right? So, but when we're trusting in God, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, our authority rests in him so that we're, we're not, acting in the flesh, trying to fix and change everyone around us. Wives trying to change their husbands. Husbands trying to change your wife, you know, and all this. You need to trust God. Amen? And pray. Pray. Sarah, my daughter, we were so excited um, uh, the other day um, with my grandson, Isaiah. Uh, she stood in the prayer line. And she had his name, Isaiah, I think, eating because he's had problems with eating. And uh, we're so excited. Yeah, we, we put our faith in the Lord. And the next day, he's devouring everything. I'm practically, he's like chowing it down, you know. And I think, we're like, I'm like, is this possible? You know, praise the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Praise God. Now, the authority that God has given you in life, it could be as a business person, whatever the vision that God has given you in your life will be challenged, will be tested. Life will test it. In this world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And we know Peter was an apostle, great man of God, 
with authority. But this is what Jesus said to him, because Peter's other name was Simon. Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. When God gives us a vision, it's not unusual that we be sifted like wheat. That times of testing and challenge happen. Is that right? Keep faith. Authority involves confidence in the Lord. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your, your brethren. It was after Peter's trial where he betrayed, he denied Jesus three times. He was sobbing. It was after that that his ministry took off. Jesus had prayed for him, that his faith would not fail. Some of you watching on YouTube or in the room, your faith is being tested. The authority, the leadership, what God has given in your life to you is being tested by life, by Satan. Keep confidence. Keep your confidence. Faith gets tested. Oh, should I really be doing this? Hmm? Is this really what God has called me to? Faith is tested. The Bible says, do not cast away your confidence, which is of great reward. It's of great reward. Just keep your confidence, for you have need of endurance. So that having done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Turn to your neighbor and say, just keep confidence. Don't give up. Don't give in. Your breakthrough's round the corner. Just round the corner. You know, when you look at the early church in the book of Acts and how they chose leaders, they chose people of faith. They had to have a good reputation. Let's read. In Acts chapter 6, verse 2, they were looking for people to serve tables. They chose seven men. They chose Stephen, who later became a preacher and a martyr. And it says of Stephen, he was a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Wow. God is looking for people of faith, full of the Holy Spirit. You know, in leadership, God can do far more without you than with you. If you put your faith in him, he will do far more than you could ever do. We read about Barnabas in Acts 11, 24, because he was sent out to preach and he encouraged the church. And it says, For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. Amen. So whatever God has called you to, whatever authority is given to you, live by faith. Put your faith in. In him, and don't allow yourself to become a fleshly leader. 
manipulating, controlling, demanding, trying to get what you want, trust him to give it to you. Trust him. You know, some, some of the little things in, that God does, you know, will stick with you forever. I remember uh, when I started off uh, doing this full time, uh, I was working with churches and I needed to communicate with pastors and often the pastors weren't very good at communicating. And so I was stuck. So I, I'm like, God, what do I do? You know, I need to hear from these people. I don't know what I was doing, booking plane tickets or whatever. The Lord said to me on two or three occasions, get on your knees. So I got on my knees and my phone went off and it's the pastor. And it happened more than once. You know, like you can waste your time in leadership trying to get stuff happening. You know what I mean? Or when God says get on your knees, just get on your knees and pray and see what he can do. Amen? God, did, God has done extraordinary things. I remember um, the Lord told me to, to write emails, you know, uh, to pastors. So I wrote this pastor an email. I sent it to the church email address, which he never looked at. Never. Just did. He told me he didn't look at it. So my email arrives in his personal email box. I wrote him an email to that one and arrives in the other one. I mean, if God is for you, and he calls me up and says, Mark, I saw an email from you, but it disappeared from my computer. And I said, well, what was the email address I sent it to? And he said, well, it came up in my personal one. I said, well, the reason why it disappeared was it didn't exist. I sent it to the other email address. So he looks up the other email address, and there it is. What can God do? Without you. Amen? Praise God. He is able to heal. He's able to work in your children. He's able to work in your marriages. And when he doesn't seem to be answering your prayer in the way you want it and when you want it, know this, that God is hearing your prayer. He's just not McDonald's takeaway. Amen? Turn to your neighbour and say, just trust him. The essence of authority in the spiritual realm is faith. Keep your confidence. Amen? Keep your confidence. If you're struggling as a parent, keep your confidence in the Lord. Because with confidence in him, great things happen. Amen? If you have a ministry, if you're pastoring, if you know whatever your ministry is, keep your confidence. Keep your confidence. And remember, you're not serving man but God. So walk in the fear of God. Amen. To walk in the fear of God's a wonderful thing. You know, it's like like I know with myself, I gotta be very, very careful because I know the Lord will just discipline me. He just whack, you know, I get it. And the Lord disciplines those whom he loves, you know. And so I have to be very careful, you know. So even though you might think I'm doing strange things, I'd rather you think I'm doing strange things than, than get from the Lord. <laughs> Amen? Praise God. I'd rather be a fool in your sight 
and be wise with him. Amen.